Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast for Mavilla Presbyterian. Uh, this is a recorded podcast for Tuesday, the 15th of December. You're all very welcome this evening. Uh, and we trust that through uh, this Advent time that you may know God's richest blessing working in your lives. Over these last weeks, we've been thinking a little bit more about the meaning of Christmas about what it means to truly uh, um, worship God through this time, to know the real message of Christmas. And I'm delighted this evening that uh, one of our friends in our church family, Paul Bradley, is going to bring a message to us from God's Word, and we're going to hear from him in a moment or two. But let me just bring some announcements. Uh, This week, uh, we have on Sunday... Uh, our carol service on Sunday evening at 7 p.m. So if you haven't already and you are still wanting to go to the carol service, the church building is open. We have already been uh, in a day with the amount of people who are wanting to come. Uh, So uh, we have opened uh, an overflow in the hall also. Uh, So if you are planning to go, it is important that we know so we can Uh, accommodate the people coming with seating. So please let Brian know as soon as possible for that. The deadline is Friday at 5 p.m. Because uh, our church building is open on Sunday evening, uh, our morning service, the Nativity service, is an online service. It's a recorded service. Um, So please uh, don't come to the church building on Sunday morning because the building will be closed Uh, Instead, please tune in online in our YouTube channel and you can watch our nativity service there too. Another little note uh, that our church building will be open tomorrow morning from 10 to 11. Uh, This is uh, for people who are wanting uh, to bring in uh, envelopes that they haven't been able to bring in on Sunday mornings. Uh, It will be open for that short uh, time then. Um, So please do keep that in mind also tomorrow morning from 10 to 11. Uh, We're going to worship God. And as we do that, let me uh, bring our Bible reading for this evening. It's taken in two parts. First of all, a verse from Isaiah 7. Isaiah 7 verse 14 tells us, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. And then please turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9, and we read from verse 6 to 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Here ends the reading of God's word to us this evening. And in a moment or two, Paul is going to speak to us about uh, these verses. 
But just before he does, let us uh, praise God now with our first item of praise from resigned worship. Lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes and look for him, Jesus the coming Savior King, born to redeem the world from sin, bringing his peace to all. Now if you walk in darkest night, look for his dawn that's breaking bright, Nothing shall ever stop this light Bringing new hope to all Oh, lift up your eyes, see the King Worship the Savior, come praise Him Jesus the Lord of all Oh, once in a manger He
Well, good evening, everyone. It's great to be with you this evening for the podcast in Mavella Presbyterian Church. And I trust you're all staying safe and keeping well. And this evening, we're going to look at a prophecy told more than 500 years before Jesus was born, that a saviour would be born. And we're going to look at the wonder of the incarnation, that God became flesh and made his dwelling place among us. And in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 we read, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. Now I know a lot of people, they place huge importance on names. And whether your name has a specific meaning or whether it's one that has been handed down from generation to generation, we are often named with something very specific in mind. And for example, Rhonda, my wife, her middle name is Ellen. Her mother's middle name was Ellen and her grandmother's name was Ellen. So when we found out that our second child was a baby girl, there was no doubt in our minds that the name Ellen would have to be included somewhere in her name. So our daughter's name is Beth Ellen Bradley. And for Rhonda, our daughter having the name Ellen, it was very, very important. Not only did it follow a family tradition that had come down for a number of generations, but it also held great significance for Rhonda because her mother actually passed away before either of our children were born. So having our daughter named after her mother was very, very important and a way of keeping her memory alive. And my name, as you all know, my name's Paul. Nobody in my family is called Paul and I was not named after my mum's favourite pop star. In actual fact, I was born very, very prematurely when my mum was only six months pregnant. I weighed less than two pounds and 30 years ago that would have been a scary time for my parents. The name Paul actually comes from the Roman family name Paulus which means small or humble. So I wasn't named after anyone, but rather for the meaning behind the name I was given. So you can see sometimes the meaning in a name, it can be of the utmost importance. And our passage today, it's no different. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And Emmanuel, it actually means God with us. And in the Gospel of Matthew, where we read about Jesus' birth, Matthew actually points us back to Isaiah's prophecy, told more than 500 years before, in verse 23. He is telling us the story of an angel appearing to Joseph, so that Joseph could understand that Mary's baby was conceived of God's Holy Spirit. And in those days, becoming pregnant before you were married was something that brought shame on a family. And here was Mary, engaged but not married to Joseph, and pregnant with a baby that Joseph knew wasn't his. And I think even in today's liberal society, what was being asked of Joseph would be considered outrageous. But Joseph, he was a good man, and even though he knew the baby wasn't his, He intended 
to divorce Mary rather than causing her the shame of not marrying her. But the angel appears to tell them the truth about the baby. And to help his readers understand, Matthew, he directly quotes the words in Isaiah. He is making it clear to the readers that the baby boy conceived by the Virgin Mary is fulfilling God's promise that he would send a sign and that sign would be this unborn child, Jesus Christ. And Jesus, of course, it means saviour or God is salvation. So, of course, if we continue reading through the book of Matthew, he goes on to tell of the birth of Jesus. Then, in that stable more than 2,000 years ago, God became flesh and made his dwelling place among us. Back then, at that time, in that place, here on earth, God was then with us. So just imagine that for a moment. Imagine being one of the wise men or shepherds or even the innkeeper. In fact, imagine being any one of the thousands of people that might have come into contact with the baby or even adult Jesus. How awesome must it have been to be able to stand right next to God, right there with him in the same room. And I don't use the word awesome as a way of looking cool to all the young people. I actually picked the word awesome because I can only imagine that awe, that amazement and wonder. And these are mild descriptions of the emotions people must have felt. God, our almighty heavenly father, was right there with them in the same room. The person that they had been talking about for centuries, that they had speculated over and debated about, he was right there. And not as a bright light or a voice, a physical, tangible human being. And I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. It must have been the most amazing feeling in the world. So that was back then. But what about now? Here in the present, the day we live in now. At this time of year we celebrate the birth of Jesus and as Christians we try to remember the amazing gift that his birth represents. But that prophecy, Emmanuel, God with us, it doesn't just apply to that stable back then or Jesus' life on earth. It wasn't just about them. No, in John chapter 14 verse 23, Jesus himself, he makes this promise. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. So that is definitely a verse to be underlined, highlighted and committed to memory. It's one that I love dearly. It's the most wonderful promise. God, he wasn't only with us back then, back in the stable when Jesus was born or when Jesus walked on the earth. This verse leaves us in no doubt that God, he is with us now. The promise is that if we love Jesus, the Father will love us and they will make their home within us. So God is with us right here, right now. And how wonderful is that promise that when we love God, he will make his home within us. 
God, he promises to live with us each and every day of our lives when we love him and keep his word. And I don't know about you, but that thought, it really comforts and reassures me. The people 2,000 years ago, they had the amazing opportunity of perhaps meeting Jesus, hearing his words and maybe even touching him or being healed by him. But because I love him now, because I follow his word and believe in his son Jesus Christ, he lives with me every day of my life. He doesn't just come around when I pray or when I ask him to, but he is there every single day. Even when I fail to acknowledge him, Jesus is there. Wow, God, he is with us now. And then we look at forever. We have already learned through the scriptures that God isn't just an old story that we tell our children or a simple part of history. God was, is and will always be a massive part of our lives. The scriptures, they have proven that he was with us all those years ago and he became flesh on earth. And we can see through the very words spoken by Jesus himself that God is with us now, every day of our lives. But what about forever? Well, let's look at the evidence. At the end of Matthew in chapter 8 verse 20, we read about a further promise that Jesus makes. He promises that he will be with us always to the end of an age. And folks, you know, that's a really, really long time. You could even say that it means forever. The very last words in the book of Matthew are the words of Jesus and this promise to us where he says, And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Wow, that's amazing. And at that time, Jesus knew that the disciples would need him after he ascended to heaven. And in this promise, he is assuring them that he will always be with them. But this promise, it wasn't just for the disciples or the people of Jesus' time. This promise was for everyone who would come after this. The end of an age, it really can't be measured, but Jesus didn't say the end of an age. He said, I will be with you to the end of the age. It's a subtle difference, I know, but I believe that he means forever. The one and only age. And for every single person who believes in him, while we wait and even after his return, he will always be with us. Whether he returns in our lifetime or in a millennia to come, we have this definite, absolute, rock solid promise that however long to the end of the age might be, we won't be going it alone because God he is with us forever. And when we think about Christmas and the birth of Jesus, our minds, they automatically go to the stable, that wonderful night in Bethlehem. But as we celebrate God sending his son to be the saviour of the world, we must also remember why. 
Christ's birth was the beginning of a road to salvation that cost him so much more than we could ever possibly conceive. And whilst it's right that we celebrate our Saviour's birth with joy, we must also remind ourselves that his sacrifice was, is and always will be the most amazing, precious gift that you will ever receive. So as we spend the next week or two in the lead up to Christmas, let's revel in the fact that our joy isn't only short-lived. We must also remember that in the stable that night, not only did God become flesh and dwell amongst us, but in doing so he fulfilled a centuries old promise that he, Emmanuel, he would always be with us, then, now and forever, until the end of the age. And folks, Jesus he is the light of the world our Lord and Saviour he was born just like now in these difficult times Jesus was born into a time of uncertainty of a crumbling empire of paranoid kings of disease and fear and this baby Emmanuel came to remind us now more than ever in his troubles in this troubled world that we live in that God is with us he is Emmanuel He's, he, he reminds us that we are not alone during these difficult times the, the baby that grew to be a man who spread out his arms and blessing and love and said peace be with you and do not be afraid those are the words we need to pray at this time as we make wise choices for our own health and that of our families, our church family and our community. Those are the same words I invite all of you to pray as we respond with care and compassion to the needs of the world around us. The love we receive from God is meant to flow through our thankful hearts to impact those around us. To love them with the love of God. And remember Jesus' words. Others will know you love God if you love one another. So spend some time making a list of ways you can demonstrate that love to those around you during Christmas. Because God put you in a specific family, workplace, school or community to impact those specific people. And show them the glory of God and his love pouring out through you. And folks, after this difficult year we've had, please remember that there are many out there who have had it worse than some of us. And while celebrating Christmas this year, please keep in mind that even if you're not, there are many out there who are struggling to find the Christmas spirit. There are many out there who are alone. They're isolated from the rest of the world and maybe even struggling with mental health issues. So look at those around you, your family, your friends, your neighbours and even your church family. And please make the effort to include those whom you know may be without friends and family. And please include them in your festivities this year. And if you're listening this evening and you're struggling please remember 
that you are precious to God. Had there not been one more person on this earth apart from you, Jesus would have died for you alone. Through Jesus Christ, you have significance. He knows the very hairs on your head. He wants and needs you. He knows you. He cares for you. And he understands how you feel. He is always there. And you may be lonely, but this I promise you, you're never alone. Because he promised never to leave us. If no one else understands, he does. If everybody else fails you, Christ will not. He alone will meet the needs that you have. Jesus alone is the answer to loneliness. And Christmas is a celebration of God's love for us. And one of the best ways we can commemorate and honour this is by showing our love for one another. Because Jesus himself said, By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So this Christmas, please do your best to spread cheer and love in an authentic and sincere way. And may your efforts grant one more person a Christmas that is merry and bright. Let's pray. Loving Heavenly Father, you are all we need. And we thank you for sending us your precious Son. And no greater gift has ever been given. And no greater demonstration of love could ever be shown. So Father, please help us to appreciate your gift. And to remember that in sending Jesus to be the light of our world, you fulfilled your promise to always be with us, then, now and forever for you are our God and when you are with us no one can be against us so thank you Lord and we pray that you please help us each and every one of us this evening to reflect on your word to seek refuge in your promise and to know that you are always with us even during these difficult times and we ask these things in the name of your precious son Jesus Christ
Thank you, Paul, uh, for leading us uh, in God's Word this evening as we take time to think of that wonderful promise of God is with us, Emmanuel. That last piece uh, that uh, was um, sung, uh, a newer version of Hark the Herald, Angels Sing uh, from Resound Worship. As we come to the end of our podcast this evening, uh, we are going to come now uh, to pray for one another. And as we do that, uh, let me read these words from Psalm 30. A Psalm of David. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. O Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave and you spared me from going down into the pit. Let us come to our God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, what joy it is to know of a God such as you, a God who we may trust in and put our uh, whole lives on because you are the one who is able And we thank you, Lord, that you are the one, Lord, who can redeem. You are the one who can bring real and lasting help into the situations that we may face. Lord, we lift up to you this evening those who are finding life difficult at this time. Lord, even when everything uh, looks well outside, we recognize that there are always battles that we may face. And Lord, we ask, Lord, 
that we may look to you for our hope, that when we feel life getting on top of us, Lord, that you may give us direction and help, that you may help us to share with others, Lord, what we are going through. And Lord, that by your Spirit, we may know real and lasting healing. Lord, we lift up to you those who are dealing with ill health at this time, Lord, uh, and have been in and out of hospital over these last weeks and facing treatment. We ask, Lord, for your hand to sustain and to be with them throughout. Lord, we recognize that we do not know what one day brings to the next, but you are the God of all eternity. You are the God who we may come before, and we thank you, Lord, that in you, Lord, there is everlasting hope. Heavenly Father, we recognize the temporariness of this world. We recognize, Lord, that our journey here in this world will one day come to an end. And Lord, we ask that we may be so aware of our need to be right with you, to seek you in every situation. And this evening, Lord, we want to lift up to you those who continue to the mourn the loss of loved ones, Lord, through these days. Lord, we pray that they may know of your comfort and your peace in all that they may do, that even in the darkness of times, that they may know of your everlasting light. Lord, we recognize that you are that everlasting hope that we can depend on throughout. Heavenly Father, we want to lift up to you uh, our young people through these days also for great uncertainty in which they are facing uh, 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 so much uh, change. We ask, Lord, that they may know of your hand upon them and all that they may do, that they may look to you, Lord, as uh, the one who brings joy and blessing throughout. Protect them, Lord, we pray. And we ask, Lord, that their hearts may be turned to you. Heavenly Father, we pray over these days, Lord, as we build up to the time when we are able, Lord, to spend uh, with others and to uh, enjoy uh, this time of year in which we celebrate your birth. We ask, Lord, for that awareness of a peace that only you can bring. Lord, we ask all these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, as we close this evening, let us close with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening, everyone. God bless. And we look forward to seeing some of you at the weekend.